What was that? Wait a minute. James? <laughs> James, what was that? Roll that back. Hey, everyone. My name is Brendan Patrick. That's Sophie Green. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Give me a minute. What? I literally did nothing. I sat here silently. Shut up. Hi, everyone. My name is Brennan Patrick. That's Sophie Green. Shut up! <laughs> You're listening to the Superlit Podcast. You don't get intro music this time. No! <laughs> The Superlit Podcast is a bi-weekly podcast pertaining to books about the LGBTQIA community. Hello, Sophie. Hi. What flavor of lip balm are you putting on? Lavender. <laughs> just I thought it had more than that, but I just looked at the label and it just dropped I lavender. thought it was orange lavender or something. No, girl, it's just lavender. This episode is sponsored by Glossier. We wish. This week, we are talking about... A Scatter of Light, which is by Melinda Lowe. Um, you may recognize the author's name from one of our other episodes. We read their other book, Last Night at the Telegraph Club. This is actually kind of a follow-up to that book. It's, um, yeah. It's like a... It's not necessarily about the same characters, but they're in it. So it's in the same universe. It's, a, it's described online as a companion book. Yeah. Which feels accurate. Yeah. A masterful queer coming-of-age story set against the backdrop of the first major Supreme Court decisions legalizing gay marriage. Marriage. (laughs) Arya Tang West was looking forward to a summer on Martha's Vineyard with her best friends, one last round of sand and sun before college. But after a graduation party goes wrong, Arya's parents exile her to California to stay with her grandmother, artist Joan West. Arya expects boredom, but what she finds is Steph Nichols, her grandmother's gardener, Soon, Arya is second-guessing who she is and what she wants to be, and a summer that once seemed to be lost becomes unforgettable. For Arya, her family, and the working-class queer community Steph introduces her to. It's the kind of summer that changes a life forever. And almost 60 years after the end of The Last Night at the Telegraph Club, this companion novel also offers a glimpse into Lillian Katz's lives since 1955. A I don't know. Um, you a little baked right now? No, actually I'm not. Oh, okay. I'm just curious where the awooga came from. I am also curious. <laughs> I contain many awoogas. <laughs> I contain a multitude of awoogas. <laughs> um, so, I just want to say, A, you know how I love to talk about the covers of books. Uh-huh, actually, I, yeah. This is, I really do think it's really pretty. It's lovely. Did we pick this up just because we saw the cover? And then realized who it was by. I think it. W- I think you saw the cover, and then I connected the dot. Recognized the author's name or mm-hmm. something, but we definitely got it because 
it's the same author who wrote Last Night in Telegraph Club. Yeah. And she's gonna run out of room with all those awards. On the I front. know. <laughs> if you, I, t- this is not a flex for her. <laughs> I'm flexing for her. Um, this is not a, a read. Look at the her artist bio. It's just awards. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. National Book Award, Stonewall Book Award, yeah, Asian Pacific Award for literature, Michael L. Prince and Walter Dean Myers honors. Mm-hmm. I want to read her. Cinderella book also. That sounds fun. There's a Cinderella book? Was her first novel was a sapphic retelling of Cinderella. Oh, bitch. Yeah. That sounds interesting. Curious. Um, this is apparently a Barnes & Noble exclusive edition. Mm. Not sure why. I think because there's a bonus essay, there's credits, there's... Look, look at this. Credits? Yeah. Who did the lighting? Uh, yeah, right. Who scattered the light? Yeah, who was scattering the light here? So, I think this starts, the book starts in 2000, uh, 2008, and then from there it goes to 2015. Mm. Um, 2013, I thought. You're probably right. Let me see. One second. I th- Yeah, it's 2013. Um, yes, 2013. Um, Aria was going to college the year I was graduating college. That's funny. Oh, shit. Yeah. You're right. So, I just finished this today at work, and I... I'm pretty sure you know at what part I had to put the book down near (laughs) the end. Um, I was crying at work, and it wasn't because of work this time. Um, Oh, Yeah. Uh, I I don't... I get... We we get introduced to Joan uh, right in the first, like, uh, chapter of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a very, I would say, like, a prolific artist. Yeah. Um, I was admittedly more interested in Joan than I was the main character. Wow. But I think it was because I was just so interested in learning about the artist that was Joan West. Yeah. Um, but also... This did definitely feel like an updated... I, I don't mean to say updated, but like a more modern version of uh, The Last Night at the Telegraph. Um, I guess it's because I could like feel the author's writing style again. Yes. Um, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was able to immediately flex into the book. Yeah. So it wasn't like I had to get used to the author again. Mm-hmm. I really like the way that Melinda writes, writes in general. Mm-hmm. So it was very enjoyable to get back into the world that mm-hmm. Melinda writes. Um, mm-hmm. And I, di- I did like our main character, Arya. Um, she was a young, messy, queer person. Mm-hmm. Love that. Mm-hmm. Of course, as a gardener, have very desperate housewives of you. Um, I gotta go. Yeah. I'm not wrong. <laughs> How many of us here <laughs> could say they haven't fallen in love with their grandmother's gardener? But yeah, what are your initial thoughts on the book? Uh, I really like this book. I feel like it made me want to read Last Night at the Telegraph Club because I wasn't sure. Like, because after I finished it, I was like, oh, I don't know if I like that more. It was good. I really liked it. But I Mm -hmm. think I still liked Last Night at the Telegraph Club better. Yeah. But it... It definitely felt like it was, like, a related story. Yeah. Like, it felt like the same, like, bones were there. Yeah, because it was a 
like a, a feminine girl falling in love with like a masculine presenting <laughs> yeah um person mm-hmm. um and I I I don't think I realized that until I got like halfway into mm-hmm. um Arya and Steph like getting together I was mm-hmm. like wait is this like mirror images of last night at the Telegraph Club mm-hmm. because I think I remember Lily at the beginning was like infatuated not infatuated but like really into the was it the comedian or the performer yeah um, I'm forgetting what their name is Tony I think it was Tony it was oh my god it was like such a good stage name yeah it was like Tony Zazzle or something yes. it wasn't that but it was like I'm gonna Mr. On. Zazzle Tony Zazzle welcome to this that's my new drag name <laughs> Tony Zazzle yeah don't hi Tony come for me only if I can say to you in the Charlie XCX voice hi Tony I know you don't like I don't know reference. what that means I pointed so. it out every time that song in particular has played in the car when I've been driving um there's a song by Charlie XCX called hot girls and um, sh- at one point she says, I don't wait in line. I'm not Tony. And then you hear her whisper, hi, Tony, mm-hmm. in her dumb Euro voice, which I love. But yes, I felt like it was kind of like a mirror image um, of history, like repeating itself, but in like a fresh way. It didn't feel like I was just reading the same book again. It felt a little bit different. And I feel like Lily's story was very different in terms of like what was going on with her versus... Um, Aria, would mm-hmm. you agree? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we we only got once in this book. Where are you from? <laughs> Massachusetts? Uh, no, but like originally. No, where were you from originally? I was born Massachusetts. in Boston. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it isn't that didn't Lisa ask that question? That happens. Oh yeah, Lisa asked that question. <laughs> so a fucking red flag. Yeah, but she that deserves what happens. Happened so her. many times in last night at Shellogoff. Club, if that is such a hard word for me to say right now. Telegraph, yeah. Last night at the Telegraph Club. The club? The club. But no, the the one character who uh, did make the racist remark also has something bad happen to her, but um, it's what she deserves. Yeah, it Mm -hmm. is what she deserves, actually. Yeah, but I really liked Steph, but I felt like maybe Steph was, like, lightly, like, not as, like, in-depth... As Arya was. I feel like that happened with Kath, too. Yeah. The, like, romantic interests aren't as multidimensional, but we just don't learn enough about them. Yeah. I mean, I think, like, part of the appeal, too, of, like, the romantic interests in her books tends to be that they're kind of, like... Unknown. Unknown Mm -hmm. and, like, mysterious and very, like... um, They have, like, a mystique to them, which is, like... I feel like there's, like, always a moment where, like the main character is like, no, I, like, like you. Like, this is serious. And the person's like, you don't even know who I am. Like, (laughs) I'm literally just, like... We just met. (laughs) I am just, like, a figment of your imagination. Yeah, I felt like that was... uh, I think that's kind of, like, the the deal with uh, these love interests. And that's not a read, per se. Um, I just wish I knew... (laughs) Oh, a read? Um, I just wish I knew more about them. I think that's But, like, like, not in a... It's not, like... No, but I think that's, like, a kind of a standard... Yeah. In, like, most, like, romance or just, like, books that have romance in them is, like, you get, like, the love interest that's very, like, 
not two-dimensional, but just, like, obviously, like, if you're reading from one character's perspective, you're going to have, like, a stronger connection with them and more of an insight into, like, their internal monologue and stuff. And then it can come off as kind of, like, you just don't know the other character as well. But, like, I guess it makes sense. I feel like there's a... There's a way that, like, if it was done in a bad way, it would be like, oh, this, like, I know nothing about this person. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, and the way that this is written, it's like, oh, I wish I knew more about them. Like, give yeah. me more of that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's just how I felt about Joan, too. Yeah. Um, I'm not kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, Joan hurt me physically and mentally today. That was, that was not what I needed. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I like when books are, uh, advertise one thing mm-hmm. and then they're like, Secret grief. Yeah. <laughs> and it's always just like, <laughs> here it is. Yeah. It it um it it physically harmed me. Well. Yeah. What what can you expect? <laughs> Therapy. Well. <laughs> um. But no, I I had a a pretty good time reading this book, even though I I did do a little cry. I really liked Arya's journey. I yeah. Was wondering. When something she was going to make a dumb eighteen-year-old mistake, mm-hmm. um, and I, I think as as soon as they introduced this older group of queers, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> something's going to happen!" Oh, look at that! <laughs> wow, lesbians. <laughs> Weird. In my book, um, also they mentioned the L word in this book oh, as God, the way that no. stuff like figured it out. That was that was the most twenty thirteen. <laughs> The the combination of one the very overtly queer character talking to the like questioning character and being like you should watch the L word is like that and then having like them watching a sci- old sci fi and yeah. talking about communism is like the most twenty thirteen thing that could have possibly happened and I'm like but I also don't want to be here them literally saying the shit about communism <laughs> and then Ari's just like hey I I have some experience with that because of my family uh-huh. and they're like no that's not how that works it's like no I I do I have I have experience. Why are you talking over me? Why are you white people <laughs> We're talking, not talking over me? About that. We're talking about theoretical communism that would actually help the world that we live in. That it's we'll called no socialism. It's not. <laughs> but, like, that, of course, again, happened with the same people. Yeah. That asked them, Where are you from? Where are you from? God. Virginia. <laughs> no, but where are you from originally? Mm-hmm. Boston. Boston. And before that, Maine. <laughs> Just naming the states. Just start naming every state. Yeah. I think this is a pretty good book to start the year off with. Yeah, it was fun. I had a good time. Here comes chicken. I had a great time. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right there is where you stop. That's where you stop. Did you have any specific thoughts about the characters? Also, um, I just, one last thing. I did not see that thing coming with Tosh and... Oh my god. The other one? No, I did. You did? Immediately. Oh, "Oh, that's what's happening. No! (laughs) You said sapphic. Clocked it. (laughs) Sapphic. Clocked. Everybody look under your chairs. You're all sapphic. (gasps) Um, I... 
immediately caught that, and also, um, I really like that, like, is it, it's like halfway through the book, a little Mm -hmm. more than halfway, Tosh comes and visits. Yeah. And I really like that they, like, kind of had, like, a nice moment where they, like, she, like, spends time with her in, are they in San Francisco? Yeah. Uh, no, they're in California, so they're, um... They can drive to San Francisco, but they're in California somewhere. So they're not in L.A. I don't know anything about California, and long. I'm not about to start now. No, and it's everything long. is Los Angeles. If it's not, it's San Francisco. And if it's not, it's Forks, Washington. Um, okay, Twilight. Exactly. <laughs> the land of blue. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like that she had, like, a moment, because it starts, like, the inciting incident that has her go to her grandmother's house kind of like puts a slight or she like thinks it puts like a rift between her and her friends and I was like very hoping that it wouldn't be like okay we just don't talk to each other or it's like a sort of tense thing and then like the last chapter of the book they're like Mm -hmm. oh like here's like a sad thing oh that sucks you sorry and then she has like the moment where she like realizes her friends are actually terrible people yeah it's like oh no they're like I like that. They were very mistakes. good characters. Yeah. yeah. I I truly thought that it was kind of dumpy that the girls didn't dumpy give her more support when their friend leaked nudes of her online. Yeah. But I guess we're just not supposed to <laughs> hold right. them accountable for that. Yeah, that was like but also I was talking to Gavin about this that this morning. I was like, oh, yeah, the premise of the book is that her nudes leak online and she gets, like, banished to her grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, my God, what? I was like, yeah, like, no one was as mad as I was. Yeah. It felt like. It really felt felt like that was, like, not addressed very well. Like, no. by anyone, but also, like, I don't know. I guess because it's 2013, like, I, I don't know what... Like, what you do in that instance. Yeah, I also don't know, like... I don't know, so I guess it's, like, how some people would react. Just kind of just be, like, ignore it. Or just, like, try to, like, tone it down as, like, not a big deal. Yeah. Or something that's just, like, oh, it's fine. People will get over it. Like, it's just, like, a thing that people are talking about now. But, like, just wait for new gossip and then... It'll go somewhere. Something else will replace it. But, like... It just, uh, it felt bad. It Um, felt bad. And I feel like... I think Steph's response to that was the proper one because mm-hmm. it, I think out of the people, she was the only one that was told. Yeah. And I, I feel like maybe that's why that like Steph was the only one that had like a proper reaction to it. Mm-hmm. But like the, the other two girls just like kind of brush it like her friends from school. Yeah. Kind of just like brush it under the rug. Yeah. And she's getting punished for it. Yeah. And I just didn't like that the girls were then hanging out without, like, without her. Yeah. Too. Like, mm-hmm. it just felt like, oh, so you lied about doing, like, you are actually going there. You just lied to me about mm-hmm. being, like, going to Martha's Vineyard. Mm-hmm. You did still go for a week, mm-hmm. which is what we were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, just felt bad. Mm-hmm. That had a bad mouthfeel. Yeah, but also, like, I don't know, I would believe that teens would act that way. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, I think that's, that's, like, literally all, like, all I've been thinking about is that, like, her friends didn't really 
defend her slash like they stop talking to her after that happened, mm-hmm. which is like kind of shitty. Mm-hmm. Um, so when Tosh like came back into the picture, I was like very wary of her. Mm. Um, but like I understand that Ari was like, well, it's not their fault. Yeah. Um, but I guess like me as the reader, I was like, why aren't you more like mad, Ari? <laughs> Um, but that's just me. I'm spiteful. Yeah, I think she just kind of like was like numb about it, which also yeah. like I think makes sense a lot. That's a trauma response. That makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. We love a trauma response. Yeah. Love um, this book having secret trauma responses slash grief um, mixed right into the batter. Mm-hmm. Really um, fun for me to find out. <laughs> yeah, I just I. I think that um, anytime there's, like, a grandparent in a book, I'm like, oh, I, pl- I hope to God that this kid, like, realizes that, like, you can either choose to have a relationship with this person or you, you won't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like in Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, too. Oh, no. <laughs> Just kidding. No, keep going. You're going somewhere <laughs> with that. I want to know. No, I mean, I feel like it's, like, a sta- a good staple in, like, younger literature where you have, like, a moment where there's, like, a character spends time with a grandparent or an older relative that they maybe were, like, separated from for one reason or another in the family, and it's, mm-hmm. like, a nice little moment. Yeah. Happens in Sister of the Traveling Pants. Oh, okay. I was like, what happened? <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, I honestly do think that, um, her time was better spent with her grandmother. Yeah. Then. Did you agree? Yeah, then it would have been, A, it would have been a completely different book, but, um, I, I really liked the grandmother character. I Mm -hmm. liked, like, what she was learning about art and, like, Mm -hmm. kind of realizing about herself. I'm obsessed with the fact that she calls her Joan. Mm -hmm. And everyone is like, that's your grandmother, dude. What the fuck? I love that. It's so cute. I've never been able to call, like, my parents or my grandparents just their first name. It's usually, like, like my grandma's name, Grandma Janice. Mm -hmm. Like, that was... I don't call my mom and dad, like, Dan and Mo. Like, I just... You know what I'm saying? I think I have a hard time calling your parents their names. Do you call your parents by their first names? Not to their face. Well, yeah, I, I, I think. No. Yeah, I think that's that makes me feel weird. <clears throat> um. But that's like depends on your relationship, you know. No, I don't think I have any relatives that I call by their regular names. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Joy does that. Yeah, but that's cute. I'm saying. Yeah. It depends. Like, I I met Joy as an adult doing that, but yeah. when, like, kids did it... Yeah. Like, my... Fr- I'm sh- I'm sure he doesn't listen to us, so it's fine. My friend Evan, growing up, he always called his mom Linda. I love that. And his parents were divorced, so I think it was because of some unpacked rage. Mm-hmm. Um, Pack and- that rage up. Yeah. <laughs> Pack it. Um... But I, I feel like uh, he w- that was, like, the only family that I knew that, like, he would refer to. He would call her Linda flat out mm-hmm. when talking to me. Linda. And I yeah. was like, I don't know, that feels wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think I went to call her, like, by their last name. She's like, that's not my last name anymore. So don't do that. 
Oh. And I don't think I ever referred to her. And I never spoke to her. And I never spoke to her again. I turned to death that day. (laughs) That day, well, she calls me Brandon, so I mean. Wow. Yeah, I should call her Londa. You should call her Lisa. That's probably worse. It's probably nine. Yeah, she's Every like, person, ha- whoever, nice. whatever your name is, there's probably a, a name that's Worst. just a little different. Yeah. That if someone calls you calls you that, your fight or flight response kicks in. Oh, solely. It's always fight. Yeah, solely for you. Yeah, sure. Yeah, what? I don't know. Solely, Sophie. I'm trying to evoke the same mouthfeel <laughs> that the name has, you know? I honestly, it doesn't people feel too different. calling me Sully, I'd be okay with it. No, I'm solely. Down. I'm down. Yeah. Well, I call you Bing Bong and you answer. <laughs> yeah. So. That's my name. Love calling you different names. Bebo. <laughs> yeah, you're Brembim. Yeah, Brembim. <laughs> and Shadow is Shibo. Sh- Shibo is currently hiding Shadow under the table. Shadow is just a little stinky. Yeah, a little stink. No, the one behind you. A little stinky. Chimbim. She's secretly a stink bug. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a stink bug? Yeah. Um, how did you feel about the grandmother's art that she was making? I loved it. Yeah. I had a really good time. Anytime they were talking about any of the art. Yeah. Um, did you, how did you feel about the photography stuff? They like went into like a lot of detail with, I mean, not like, it wasn't like Les Mis were talking about the sewer system of (laughs) the French (laughs) for 30 pages, but, like... That happens? Oh, yeah. That's disgusting. So people don't read the, the unedited version of Play Miss unless And that's why you don't me. just raw post the podcast. That's why? <laughs> Listen, you want to learn about the sewer, sewer system and all of its intricacies in the 1700s in France? Um, it's probably the same exact way it was then. Oh, girl! I know it is how it is in Philly. I don't know how to pronounce it, but... Analemma. Oh, I was right. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, they go into like I think like a like detail to the point where like clearly, um, Melinda either has like photography, photography, experience. and like kind of art an art experience, or mm-hmm. she took the care to talk to people who have that experience, yeah, to make sure that it was like spoken about and written about like very well in the book. I I think the um I don't think that Joan says that the double it sounds like there were double exposures in the books mm-hmm. um in the book I should say it doesn't sound like Joan did them in camera because that would be the only thing that would be like a little funky mm-hmm. um with the kind of camera that she was using was she using one of those like ones where you look the Rolleiflex yeah I have yeah, one okay. downstairs that's what I that's what I was like picturing in my head but I couldn't yeah. remember if it was that was that camera they use the like um, old school ones where yeah. you look down and you hold it like at yeah. your like chest mm-hmm. yeah they use the like the big film on it so the 120 millimeter versus mm-hmm. a 35 mm-hmm. that is literally only 12 exposures it's so annoying also it's wrapped in paper it's probably really really hard to find now too right ish ish um i mean 35 millimeter color film the past year was like near to impossible to find oh it, it was really hard for i wanted to get just like a handful of yeah. rolls for Ireland, and it was. I was only able to find two rolls of color. I didn't even use more than one roll, but like, yeah. um, it's always good to have the option. Like, when I went, I brought my film camera with me, and I, I think I went through all the film I brought. Yeah, I just needed to remember that I had it. 
Yeah. That's the problem. That's why I didn't bring my Instax. to Australia, though. Yeah, please do. My little Kodak guy. I like it. Um, but it felt, you know, when, it felt I was, right. when I was looking for film, I went mm-hmm. to, like, multiple... Well, I started by just going to, like, a pharmacy because, yeah, like... That's I'm, where you... I'm so you, used to being yeah. like, oh, I can get disposable film at, like, CVS and mm-hmm. then have shit... And then so I went to, like, specialty photography stores, mm-hmm. and they on- literally only had two canisters of color film, and yeah. everything else was black and white. Yeah, there's a lot of black and white film. I don't know why the market this past year was more saturated with one versus the other, but I think... Um, they just, like, couldn't get the it. The interest for... Yeah, and the interest for film photo, like, film photography, 35 millimeter was higher in the past year. Yeah. Um, I guess then it had been. I think the backlogs of, like, what people had in stock um, finally caught up with, like, the COVID things not being produced. Yeah. Um, I think that finally happened. Yeah. But, uh, no, I th- I think Joan being, like, a, a, a multifaceted artist, like, that makes sense that she would be able to, like, the thing that she was doing instead of painting when she had babies was photography. photography if only to capture like to make artistic photographs of her kids mm-hmm. um and then the thing that she was making in the book like when you find out what it is is mm-hmm. pretty interesting i thought that was great yeah. i was really excited about that yeah i wasn't ex- i i didn't know what it was. i've actually forgot until that moment in time when you're finding out what joan was making it like it, i didn't expect that mm-hmm um, and I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. But I, I liked that there there are many different, like, facets in this book. Almost how light is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was very interesting to, to shift the gears between, like, when Ari is with Steph and then shifting into, like, when she's, like, doing things by herself or when she's with Joan or, like, how she's... With her mom, mm-hmm. that I I thought it was very interesting, and I feel like it was like pretty realistic. I think, yeah, for sure. I think they both felt like really like everything felt like a uh, real life experience. Like if yeah. someone, if you had given me this book without context and told me that it was like a autobiography or like or like a memoir or some somewhat like autobiographical which i'm sure elements of it are because yeah. like i think pretty much regardless of what genre you're writing some part of yourself is going into your writing even mm-hmm. the smallest bit yeah but this really felt like it was like just about real like real people like exactly as it's told yeah i think i so in this book there is the bonus essay which actually tells you like how the book came to be, mm-hmm. um, which was really interesting. Uh, in the acknowledgments, George Dutton generously donated to the Kidlit against anti AAPI racism auction in 2021 and won the opportunity to have a character named after a loved one in my book. In my next book, that character is Talia Dutton. Um, and I, Talia is like in this for a little bit, she is the artist at the house party. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I I feel like I could like imagine like I could close my eyes and imagine all the art that was spoken about, mm-hmm. and 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 it's not because it's 
so expl- like explained away that there's no imagination left to what is being described. Mm-hmm. It's just described in a like perfect way that's like, oh, yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Also, the scene in the party in the very beginning, mm-hmm. that I've been in that situation so many times. What? Because I've gone to so many like conferences and, and things that like my dad has spoken at. Yeah. And I will be like talking to people afterwards, and they'll be like, "Oh, how do you like?" Oh, your degree? yeah. And I'm like, "I'm his kid." He's a doctor. <laughs> He's got a PhD. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's smart. I have to start calling him doctor. <laughs> but like, I've had that situation yeah. where like, or I mean, my my grandfather also is like a really prominent. Like he was he was an English professor, but like he had like a large circle and has done. A, I've gone to a lot of things where he's done stuff, and people yeah. are like. How do you know this person? I'm like, I'm related to them. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm just here. <laughs> I'm a. Uh, are you a fan? I yeah, but Bitch, I'm, I've been a fan <laughs> since day one. Yeah, truly. I've been ride or die. I've seen all of their documentaries. <laughs> what? <laughs> but like that kind of like weird awkwardness where you're like speaking to someone who's like really like, oh, this is so fascinating. I'm like. Yeah, I guess. I'm just here to, like, help unload stuff. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Where do you want this box? Yeah. yeah. I'm just doing the PowerPoint. <laughs> yeah, true. I, I feel like it's very funny. I can, I'm can. i now imagining you with this. It's like, oh, like, do you like Joan's art? I guess I like Joan's art. Yeah, I like Joan's art. Yeah. How do you know Joan? I used um, to finger paint while yeah. she was doing real shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like to use my hands because it's tactical. Yeah. Um, I also uh, Ta- tactile. No, I meant tactile. Military grade hands. Yeah, <laughs> just claws, <laughs> just a bunch of rifles. Um, but um, I'm dumb. But is someone snoring behind us? Just a bunch of rifles. Oh, just uh, well, yeah. I I think that I'm sorry that I'm only talking about the art in this book. No, I, mean, I think it's, like it's a extru- I think it's a very important part of the book. Yeah, I think it's I think the more important important part is that it's spoken about in a non. It's like a very open discussion, mm-hmm. and it's not. Um, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? It's not douchey, but it's like. It, the person, anyone who's talking about art is not describing in a way that is like, I'm gatekeeping the information, only like, I can only tell. It's like, oh, well, how do you um, feel about it? Pretentious. Pretentious. There we go. It's Thank not you. like a pretentious conversation. It's like a back and no. forth conversation about yeah. art, which I think is important, especially for young people, because it it, it can be very gatekeepy in mm-hmm. the art world. Like, I... God, art school. Uh, people acting like they're like you can't actually find a reference that they're talking about or the yeah. thing that they're talking about like no one's ever heard of before. Mm-hmm. Um, it was never like this in this book. Yeah, and I feel like that is sometimes like a, a very realistic thing when it comes to art, like mm-hmm. people having accessible conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had more of the kinds where people are being pretentious, and it's like. Why? 
Because they want to feel special about themselves. Yeah. It's stupid. It's like, yeah. it doesn't mean. I've had so many conversations because it, while I was working, when I used to work at an art store, mm-hmm. I oh would have to deal with the most fucking pretentious people on the planet. They just like thought they were like the fucking. The first person to do art. The first person to ever do art. The only yeah. person to ever do art. When they would like ask me questions and then like ask me where I went to school and then be like, well, I don't want to talk to you because you didn't go to, like, an established art university. I've had someone's boyfriend, James's ex-boyfriend, Brandon, um, did, did that to me and made fun of the school I went to Yeah, at dinner once, and I was like, oh, honey, you don't understand that the situation here, I'm his friend, you're his boyfriend, you might be leaving, I won't mm. be. The thing about it is... You're being is shitty, and we're-, we're all able to access the same art via the internet. <laughs> um, on for yeah, there's been so many articles lately that are just like I think it's something like some insane number, like sixty to seventy percent of artists now are like from upper middle class or higher or higher wealthy families, yeah. because the amount of like <sighs> exclusivity that people push into the art world that like artists are no longer the people who are, like, outsiders in society, they're, like, this established, like, level, and now we have... Nepotism. ...fucking shit art, because art is actually better when people are experiencing things. Yeah. I said that poorly, but... No, but, like, I can't... I can't properly write something that you'll relate to about, like, I don't know, grief or loss, if I've maybe never even thought about it. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. It's astounding. Yeah. The amount of shit that I used to get from people if I was working art store and I was wearing my painting with a twist shirt. Um, like. You wore it to start fights. I mean, no, I wore it because I have two. I had two jobs and I was working. Yeah. Like, I only had like an hour between my shifts, but they would be like, I don't understand why you work there. And I'm like, you don't want to have people enjoy their lives and create things and like use art to make themselves happy. What are you? Why are you painting? If it's not to give yourself... So are you not getting drunk or high at home and then painting? (laughs) That's what these 45-year-old women are doing. Why why do you want this woman to not have a great time with her friends and create a piece of art that will be in her house for her lifetime, probably? Yeah. Or in the thrift store in, like, four to six weeks. But, like, it's just, I, like, nothing infuriates me more. Anyway... That didn't happen in this book, so that's great. Yeah. No, I I think that's an important thing. None of the characters were like that. No, there really wasn't, like, a significant... Mm -hmm. There was, like, moments, I think, where... But it was, like, an acknowledgement where maybe Arya was, like... They were, like, oh, you're, like, new to this. Like, you don't... You've never... Like, when she talks about, like... When she's like, goes to their their house and they're, like, watching the sci-fi movies. And she's, like... I've never seen these, and they're like, oh my god, you have to. Like, it's very, like, excited to introduce her to this thing, these yeah. things in this, like, new world. It's not like, oh, you don't know what this is. Yeah. Like, it was, it's never that tone. Mm-hmm. And, like, even, like, Lisa, who is kind of portrayed as, like, an antagonist, as much as you can get an antagonist in this kind of book. Yeah. She's also not, like, she's just dealing with her own shit. Like, yeah. she's, like, going through other stuff, so, like, it's not really, it's never, like, oh, you don't know what this is. Like, oh, you're not, yeah. like, queer enough to, like, hang out with us. Never yeah. that, which is, like, really nice. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm glad that Mel was like, oh, you're going to hang out with us. Mel made me nervous. Yes. Yes. <laughs> if I would. Absolutely. I would, I would respectfully not like to be in a room with Mel. <laughs> I don't think Mel as is an 18 year old. I don't think Mel is in the same room as Mel. <laughs> no one's no one's in the room with Mel. <laughs> No one's in the same room as Mel. Except Mel. Yeah, maybe. And 12 other Mel's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I, liked Mel, but uh, only after uh, a little bit. I was very wary. Mm. I thought, what I thought was going to happen was... Something bad was going to happen. Yeah. Or that, like, Mel was going to try dating, or, like, getting with Arya. Mm-hmm. And... Then it was going to be like a, oh, let's go on a double date. Like, something like that was going to happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and thank God it didn't. Thank dog. Yeah, no, I I, I think I had a great time reading this. I've said this a hundred times. I think this was a, a very interesting read. I liked the topic. I also liked to see, like, what was going with Lily. Yeah. Um, I I can't remember the tone of the, the last book, how that ended. But I think... I preferred the ending of that one, but it was nice to see where Lily and Kath were. That was cute. Yeah. yeah. Super cute. I love that like for that. them. Yeah. But it was nice to see that Lily was in a happier place. Yeah. And uh, I think that, I just think the characters in this were really, really great. Mm-hmm. Had a great time reading it. I think that's it. I don't think I have, everything I want to talk to you about is like spoilery. Or um, yeah, let me scan my brain for a second and mm-hmm. think about it. Oh, I loved the, like, my, um, my other little... Si- I really liked the part where she's, um... Shopping at Madewell? <laughs> yeah, or it was, she's, like, shopping, and she, like, drives by the garden center, and she's like, what if Steph's working? What if, should I go? And then she, like, goes there, and it's, like, a fucking, like, Costco, and she's like, yeah. it's, like, a whole warehouse. How am I going to find her? And then she does, but she's like, what were you doing here? She's like, oh, I was across the street shopping. And I just popped in. She was like, you were just across the street? And she was like, yeah. And it's like, previously she had, like, driven down the road <laughs> yeah. and then whipped into did a U-turn to, <laughs> to, go, to, to go out of her way. Whipping to go around in Joan's center. fucking car. Yeah. Just to see if you could, like, maybe run into the hot butch who's been, like, flirting with you. Mm-hmm. That's Who's about a, to change your life. It's quite a move. Yeah. I really, that was very cute. Uh, yes. Also, um, the, I feel like the sex scenes in in this were, like, pretty well written. Yeah. Um, great time. Everyone had a good time. Everyone had a good time. <laughs> apparently. Um, I just, sometimes they're, like, written in a way that I'm like, yeah, that, that amount of description Interesting. We're good, actually. Yeah. I yeah. would rather you didn't discuss this. <laughs> you know what's funny? I didn't need to know where that went. Oh, um, God. You know. But, you know, I, I, <laughs> I'm i now imagining a TV show of her just being like, yeah, I was just across the street. You were across the street. And it just goes to a clip of her making the worst illegal U-turn. I'm saying. That's what I was picturing in my head. Honking. A yeah. tire rim flying off of a car. Yeah. Is that why I heard honking? <laughs> no. Is there a, is oh, there a car fire out there? Wilhelm scream. Yeah. <laughs> My leg. <laughs> My leg. This guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not it. No, but <laughs> thank you for that. Yeah, no, I had, I, 
I I think that if you're looking for a good book to start the year off with, Mm -hmm. um, lightly historical in the way that it... I wouldn't say that the full backdrop of this book is, like, the Supreme Court decision. No, it's just, like... I thought it was going to be, like... Oh my god, we're counting down like the way that they like made yeah, it. Yeah, like seem. we're like protesting. They're like all, every scene is like in a protest, actively doing yeah. something. It was just kind of like It happened at the beginning of her being there. Yeah. And then at the end. Yeah. And then nothing in between. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. Um I feel like a person who is maybe just figuring out that they're queer because they hadn't thought about it. Yeah. That wouldn't maybe that wouldn't like be on their radar. Oh, for sure. Especially an eighteen year old. Yeah, who who seemed pretty sheltered, yeah. I would say. That's I I don't really have any like real major critiques of this book. No. Me Melinda neither. Keep writing. Carry I'm gonna, on. I'm gonna keep reading. Yeah. And I will be going into your backlog, so Ooh. The Cinderella one. I'm interested. A Cinderella story? I think it could be a cute little... What's it called? Ash. Wait, really? I did read that. I feel like I've seen that book. Probably. Yeah. Hmm. We'll have to read it. But yes, I, I think I tweeted at Melinda, like, thank you for the, the tears and the good book. Aw. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah. I, I liked the family dynamic. Um, I liked people having to talk about their feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked... Ari, I feel like she was a very good, like, modern version of a Lily, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, A little bit different. Life not as hard, I would say. Versus, like, you know, coming out in the, you know, in the the 40s and 50s versus Mm -hmm. coming out now. It was definitely more, like, focused internally and Mm -hmm. less on, like, what's happening in the world just because it's... Of like everything, yeah, for yeah, sure. and less illegally le- sneaking. It was into a clubs. little less stressful. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why it was nice because it was like lightly slice of lifey, mm-hmm. in the way that it operated because it it the stakes weren't really hot. Like there weren't stakes. I would mm-hmm. say. Yeah. It's just like a it's a summer romance. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I did like. That it was kind of established that, like, she was going to her grandmother's house for just the summer mm-hmm. because it gave, like, kind of a, it, it gave time. a good, to- it gave a good timeline for the book, but also gave it sort of like a time limit. It's like, not yeah, word. no, but it gave the book a, like a, okay, we're going towards this date. Yeah. Like it gave, it gave like a little bit of urgency, especially towards the end, like mm-hmm. when there's like conflict happening and it's kind of like, no, we have to talk about this because I'm leaving in like two weeks. This day. Yeah, yeah. I think especially with like summer, summer books, sometimes it feels like there is no actual like, oh, and then a week went by and then three days went by and then this, and I'm like, Okay, it's not summer anymore. You're in October. Yeah. Like, what? Are you at school? <laughs> are you clocking in for class? No. Yeah, like, sometimes, so, like, books feel like that, especially during the summer, because it yeah. just feels endless. Yeah. Because that's kind of how it feels when you're a kid. Yeah. You don't realize that you have summer reading to do until I think, the week before I think, school. like, a good time marker, too, that happened, like, two-thirds of the way through the book is she gets, like, her assignment for her housing. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, fuck, okay, mm. this is, like, actually, like, a very limited amount of time. Yeah. yeah. I'm leaving at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that was really great. And it's not something, I mean, it. it's obviously something that's, like, there looming, but it's not, like, 
today I have 27 days that it's not like that, mm-hmm. which I can definitely imagine a teenager who like doesn't necessarily want to be somewhere mm-hmm. doing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, I feel you're right. If the time limit felt good. Mm-hmm. Time constraint, time limit. Yeah. Yeah. Good sure. thing to do. I know those are hard in books too. When you're doing because you want to make, if you have like a, a specific timeline that's spelled out. Mm hmm that you want to make sure that you're actively following it in mm-hmm. a realistic manner. And I feel like it it was, because I feel like Southern colleges start earlier. I don't know. MIT probably starts earlier than, like, a new NYU. I almost said a new YU. I have no idea. But maybe. Yeah. I mean, I started college in October. That's when my semester started. That's too early. October? Yeah. That's know. later than everyone. Is it? You were already in school at that point. Was I? I don't yeah. remember. You started in... Did I graduate? Se- se- September or August? Actually, probably... Well, like, freshman year, probably August, because you yeah. get there earlier than everyone else. You get there, like, a week early. Yeah. To we do nothing. We got there a week early, earlier than the other students, if I remember correctly, or maybe a few days or a weekend or something. And I remember it being strange that I started on October 10th. Oh, it's Devin's birthday. Who's? Devin. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember starting, like, that week and being like, this is a really weird time to start college. Yeah. Because I were like, all the other, like, my classmates had already started at Rutgers or whatever. Yeah. And I was still, like, working at Zoomies. Oops. <laughs> yeah. Still working at Zoomies. It's probably good for you, though. You got all those shifts at the very end where everyone had already gone back to school. Yeah. That's true. And I get to keep coming back to to work there even though the entire staff got fired multiple times while I was there. Yay. But I kept missing it because I was away. Bada bing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Do you have anything else to add? I think I'm out of things to add. Yeah. I feel like we would just keep going yeah. if we could. But I think if you're looking for a fantastic book, you should absolutely pick up A Scatter of Light mm-hmm. by Melinda Lowe. She's a New York Times bestselling author. Um, I picked this up at Barnes Noble. They apparently have a special edition of this. I absolutely think you should also read Last Night at the Telegraph Club. Yeah. Because um, that was superb. And I think this one is is as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they're great in different aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that they go really well together. Yes. Even having read Last Night at the Telegraph Club last year, mm-hmm. reading this felt like I was continuing that. Yeah. Um, because it's, it, her writing style didn't change. It was just the people she was writing about. Exactly, yeah. It felt right. Yeah. And it was like a more modern conversation that was taking place as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my name is Brendan Patrick. That's Sophie Green. Shadow is on the floor somewhere. Chicken's uh, behind me. Chicken is behind you. I, she's holding a gun to your back. She's a massage. Oh, okay. She's just giving you a massage. It's a massage gun. Okay, cool. Um, and <laughs> and you? Oh, redacted. Um, and you've been listening to the Super Lit Podcast.